KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. I'm Matt Leon, and we continue our one on one college football preview series today with a look at the Villanova Wildcats of FCS. Villanova did not play in the fall of 2020 due to the COVID 19 pandemic, but they did play some games in the spring, going two and two during an abbreviated four game schedule. Now, back in 2019, Villanova had an excellent season, going nine and four while qualifying for the playoffs. The Wildcats of the Colonial Athletic Association will open their 2021 campaign on Saturday, September 4th, a non-conference road game against Lehigh. Had the chance to talk with Villanova head coach Mark Ferrante about his squad and his expectations for the season. All right, coach, so as you're getting ready for week one here, uh, how have preparations gone for the season? How was camp? Camp was good, Matt. It was um, a little different, meaning that the NCAA changed the rules a little bit, plus with the amount of work we got done in the spring, we kind of consciously changed some things up a little bit as well. What I mean by that is we had so much more activity in the spring that we shortened our practices a little bit in preseason. And what I mean by how the NCA made some changes is you're allowed 25 practices before your first contest. So that's the same. Uh, but you used to have to have three helmets only practices and they increased that to seven. So, you know, there's uh, full padded days, there's just shoulder pads and helmet days, and then there's a few more, you know, helmets only. You can wear the spider pads, you know, the small pads on a helmets only practice, but, you know, that went from three to seven. So, and we've always been a little bit on the conservative side anyway. So it really didn't affect our normal preparation too much from uh, what we were wearing on the field attire wise, but we did consciously shorten practices a little bit just because we had so much more work in the spring with four full games and over 40 some practices when you count the preseason of the spring plus your in-season practices versus the normal 15 practices versus, you know, two inner squad type scrimmages. I'm curious, obviously you just talked about the the physical changes because of the spring. Did having such an intense spring with the four games and all, did that help when you start camp from the mental side as far as retention and stuff like that, a little different than just your average spring practices? I do believe it has more time in the meeting room, especially with the younger guys. You know, we have a lot of older guys back, fortunately, and, you know, we do have a, a pretty good amount of uh, upper class leadership slash maturity, but it really helped, I think, the transition. So when guys like last year's freshman class that came in in the fall, you know, you only get a couple of weeks of preseason, then you're going into normal scout teams. Well, we didn't have any of that. They got more preparation in the fall, mentally, in the meeting room and then on the field. And then in the spring, normally, as I mentioned, a, a freshman class would only get 15 practices and a couple scrimmages after coming off a fall of doing scout team a lot of times. So this they got a whole year of, you know, meetings and preparation with what we're doing. And I think that's really helped the the main nucleus of the team. I do think that when we hit the ground uh, early August, it didn't feel like a typical first day of preseason practice. It did feel like you could install more, run through more things at an earlier and quicker pace for sure. How much of a challenge was the last year? Like you mentioned, you guys got the practice and you got to play a little in the spring, but just, you know, unprecedented times, keeping the group connected, stuff like that. Yeah, that was hard. I mean, we all learned the, the you know, the Zoom aspect of things. So, you know, we were, we were able to stay connected virtually and all the months we were away from campus. But it was hard. The fall from, I guess, you know, March to August, five months of being away from each other, that that was 
that was challenging. That was difficult for everybody, but we did have the zoom meetings and opportunity to, you know, get together positionally and so on over some of that time. When we came back together in August, you could just tell you're behind, you know, you're behind from being together. A lot of the guys were behind physically because they lost so much time and, you know, working with our strength staff and so on. And it was, uh, it was challenging for everybody. And there was no script for it because no one had ever gone through it before. There wasn't anybody I could call and say, Hey, when that happened to you, how did you guys handle things? You know, cause it's unprecedented for everybody. So, and then June to July into August, when we came back, you know, it was hard. I'm just fortunate that a lot of our older guys, we lost a couple transfers, you know, when we found out we weren't playing last fall, but by and large, our team stayed together. Uh, we have some sixth year guys in our program. We obviously have some fifth year guys more than we would have had had we had a 2020 season. And then we have, you know, the traditional four year senior class. So half of our team is made up of seniors or graduates uh, when you look at the roster. So I just feel blessed that we were able to keep the core of those guys with us, minus the couple that we lost. And I think that speaks volumes for our program. I think it speaks volumes for how they feel about their teammates. And I think it speaks very, very well about Villanova University as a whole. You talk about all that experience. When you look at positions right now, where do you feel the strengths are on the team? That's hard to say. I think we have more depth than we've traditionally have, even though we only have a similar size roster. We still are only carrying 90 guys. We just have 90 older guys, you know, so we have a lot of linemen back. The guys that are backups now because of either being in the program a couple of years or because we did have four games in the spring, even some of the backups now have received significant snaps in game-like settings. So I think that has helped depth in, in a lot of positions. A lot of people are asking about the four running backs. So, you know, I think we have pretty good depth there with Covington coming back, Jalen Jackson coming back, TD, Io Durjari, uh, and D. Will Barley. Those guys all have, they all played in 19. They all played in the spring. So we have pretty good depth there. Um, we feel pretty good about our depth everywhere, but, you know, Danny Smith is back at quarterback, so we feel great about that position. So I don't know if any one position, when you go to the other side of the ball, we have an all-league player in each level of the defense, Malik Fisher at DN, Forrest Ryan at linebacker, Christian Benford at DB. So if we can stay healthy with the amount of experience we have coming back, I feel pretty good about most of our positions. Nate Fondacaro, our punter's back. He was all-league in 2019. Uh, Cole Bunce, the transfer place kicker from TCU. He joined us this past spring and he did some nice things in the spring and game situations. So again, staying healthy is always going to be the key for us because we don't have that 100 or 110 man roster like some of the people at the division one level. We only have the 90 guys, but we feel pretty good about the bulk of our positions right now. And we feel decent with some of the depth that we've been able to establish in the spring. And you mentioned earlier, quarterback Dan Smith, a guy who's played a lot of football for you, has produced a lot. You know, when you talk experience, how much does it accelerate things when you've got that type of experience in your starting quarterback? Oh, it just helps immensely. He's like having a coach out there. You know, he's been with Coach Bowden now, our offensive coordinator, for, you know, going on two years now. So he's had the opportunities to, you know, be in the in the meeting room with him. And you just watch their interaction on the field. You know, Dan will make a play and, and Chris will ask him a question. Coach Bowden will ask him a question. 
and he'll spit out the answer like nothing. And he'll even, you know, talk about what he saw over here outside of the question that was asked. So he's like having a coach out there. He has a great knowledge of what we're trying to do. Obviously, he has great talent to go out there and execute some of the things we're doing. Uh, And he gets the ball out quick. He can hurt you with his feet. You know, just excited about Dan and, you know, having him for another year. Uh, We're real excited about that because, as you know, he wouldn't have been here had we had a 2020 season. So, just having the extra time to be with Coach Bowden in, in the classroom and then in the practice field, I think will help show even that he can improve even what he's done from uh, the season of 2019. What would you say was your biggest question coming into camp? And did you get the answer you wanted? Biggest question coming into camp? Hard to say, you know, I don't know if we had a whole lot of questions to be really honest with you. You know, we we're just hoping we could, number one, get back into camp and have what we would consider more of a normal camp. And, and it seems like we are going in the right direction right now. So we just are continuing, not as much as we did last year, obviously, with the day-by-day approach, because, you know, you never knew what tomorrow was going to bring, you know, from last fall into last spring even. Um, so things seem to be going in a, in the direction that we all were hoping for. But as far as the biggest questions, like I said, we, we have starters back just about in every position. And if they didn't start in 2019, they played a ton. So I think the questions that I would have as a head coach is, is the team going to be a unified team? Are we going to have that chemistry that you're always looking to build in the off season and through the summer? Are, are we going to, uh, you know, come together like we did in 2019? That team had a special bond. Um, and every year it's different, no matter how many starters you have coming back, it's never going to be the same from one year to the next. So will we be as together and will we be as unified as we were in 2019? Time will tell once we get into the games, but that may be a question that I would have. And I like our maturity. I like the way they've handled themselves in the preseason on and off the field. And uh, now that we're in game week, you can just see the level of excitement in, in them even escalating a little more. That is it for this episode of our college football preview series here on One on One. My name is Matt Leon. Now you can follow the show on Twitter at One on One Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks so much for listening, and we will have another episode coming your way soon.